0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to Voice Spark Live. I am, as always, your host Nick with Ben and AJ, our hosts as well. And today you might notice that Buzz Off logo in the top corner. Hey, a, hey, yo, Buzz Off. So, we had a real interesting talk with Darren and um, Doug and Adam over there at Buzz Off, and they are going to sponsor us through the month of September. So hats off to them.
1: That's and, right. Thank you. And
0: uh, what we're going to end up doing right now is trying it out. Alexa, go away. And she just went away. And it gives you a little thing. So this one is, did you kiss your mother? <laughs> did, <laughs> do you kiss your mother with that mouth? It, it shoots you like a funny catchphrase that like comes back at you. So we do have a unit. Uh, Ben's unit's coming. AJ's unit's coming. So we'll do an uh, uh, in-sync version of Buzz Off next week.
1: Can't for wait. For everybody
0: out there. So it'll be good. Um, but anyhow, tonight we have a pretty good and interesting show lined up for you. Uh, we have a review of Bulls and Cows. We have uh, a little bit of hack job that happened on the Skill Store. We're going to talk a, a little bit about um, Amazon's new residential program and how that could actually impact uh, voice developers and what that means for, um, for uh, commercial businesses and commercial buildings that want to implement that. So with that being said, uh, Ben, do you got any news for this week?
1: Do I have any news? Well, from the HAL side, the HAL team, we are rebranding. And I yep. think I've been, t- I think I'd said that before and, uh, man, we are ready to roll out. We have just submitted everything to, uh, both the app stores and, um, resubmitted to, um, Amazon for our skill and, uh, Google voice. So, uh, I get a little, little relief from that. So <laughs> we're excited about that.
0: Awesome. Awesome.
1: AJ, you got
0: anything?
2: Uh, yeah. Um, I'm actually, uh, If there's anybody out there that has some experience in Python with Lambda for voice, I'd like to get a code review. Uh, It's a simple skill um, and uh, that would be fantastic. And that is to try to meet new folks, but then also to try to share information and then also find out a little bit about the work kind of uh, habits of other individuals and find out if our code's compatible. Maybe we can do a project together in the future. That'd be very cool
0: hell yeah that sounds great and uh just to let everybody know our guest is in the virtual green room as of <laughs> ha but um patrick Sweetman from um uh, voice will be joining us tonight and he's going to be talking about alexa for musicians so i am super pumped about that um so, okay, so let's get into it. The first thing right off the top, if you have not, this is the time where we beg you for a subscription. If you could go over to YouTube and help us get to our goal of 1,000. And um, right now we are sitting at
1: 639. Woohoo! Woop Whoop,
0: Inching up the ladder. That's all we got to do. That's all we're doing. And uh, I also put the rest of the skill previews, as far as premieres, out there for uh, for this month. So you can go ahead and take a look at those. Iron Falcon is a good one. Void Warper is another one. So those skills are, uh, those videos are going to be dropping fairly soon. Iron and, Falcon. Uh,
1: what a cool name.
0: Well, okay. Have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons? A thousand okay.
1: years ago, but yeah. <laughs>
0: well, there is a guy out there, um, and he's part of that uh, crucial role. Do you know? Do you know anything about these people, AJ? Crucial role.
2: No, I haven't heard of him.
0: No. Okay. Well, they're big in the D and D world, right? Okay. So essentially, he is—he's uh, big in the D and D world. He did the voiceover work for the entire skill. Like we're talking nice. millions of people follow these guys on YouTube and on socials. And, and he did the voiceover so that's pretty wild so um so anyhow like i said we do have a contest going on our contest is for a echo dot battery pack so if you go into the description of this live stream you will see it there you can click on it it's free to enter the only thing we ask is if you view our youtube channel which essentially means you click on the link you say hey i see these guys i see these jokers and then you're entered to win.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jokers.
2: Hey Nick, yeah, did sure. you say voicefirst.ai? AI? Uh, do you mean the uh, his Twitter handle is voicefirst.ai? AI? The for, is uh, the web. Yeah. Yep, the website's alexaformusicians.com? com.
0: Yep, that's affirmative.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I gotta be honest with you, it's pretty cool. Um, I mean, if I'll tell you right now, if if I had a singing voice. Or if I could play an instrument, I'd probably be on it like a cheap suit just because of the fact that it's free. I mean, yeah. you can't beat free 99. Yep. That's my yep. favorite price for anything. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's go ahead. I want to deep dive a little bit into this hack job that I found on the uh, Skill Store. So
1: <laughs> This is amazing. This is amazing. Yeah, very fine. This is some, but...
0: good, just some good stuff. Yeah. So this skill right here and ye houston real estate it is a flash briefing let me go ahead and just zoom in a little bit so it's a flash briefing and you're like okay cool it'll you know it's gonna help you find real estate in the area you know this is great it's an icebreaker for her look at these reviews and look at this hacked did not add this skill not today russia (laughs) (laughs) probably spyware Had no idea how it got there. Hacked. This skill was auto-installed. I can't seem to be able to remove it. Is that some crazy stuff or what? That's wild. Yeah. I mean, and then, like, after all these reviews, it's saying, please remove, please remove. And, like, the skill store's like, nope, keeping it live. We're going to push (laughs) it live. (laughs) So, for me, it's like... I. I don't know. Do we blame Anne? Do we blame the developer of Anne's flash briefing? I mean, this is crazy. I mean, yeah. I'm all about. How do we I'm think all, this happened? I don't know. I'm all about getting an edge up, but geez, man, this is crazy, right?
2: <laughs> this is a marketing turns awry. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, can you go up to uh, the top uh, where it gives the? Does it give the invocation? Yeah. Does it give the invocation no, name? No,
0: because it's a flash briefing.
2: Okay. It's yeah. a flash briefing. Yeah. So yeah, because that would be pretty much of a mouthful if that, uh, cause I know yeah. sometimes the store name and the invocation name, they might be, I don't know if they have to always be exactly the same, but I can't imagine that somebody would have forgotten saying, you know, Alexa enable Anna Yee, Houston real estate. Yeah. And by my home agent, I wonder if it's one of those, um, I've been getting some robocalls calls from people that are like, Hey, so do you have a business? Would you like to, uh. You know, have people be able to find your business on uh, Alexa and this. I said, hey, yeah, I'm kind of interested in that. That's something I do. Can you tell me more? (laughs) And the guy said, "Um, do you want to have your business uh, recognized through voice? And I said, well, yeah, I'm uh, an Alexa software developer. What is it that you guys do? And they hung up on me. So maybe it was uh, one of those things where somebody, uh, they they robocalled and they kind of have been targeting uh, real estate agents or something like that. Maybe. And, uh, yeah, yeah, by my home agent, huh? Don't know, but uh, just trying to speculate how the, that could uh, happen.
0: Now, something tells me that these would be zero reviews, like zero out of five, if you could leave a zero star review. I'm just <laughs> saying, I think they're being a little bit generous by throwing the one star down.
1: <laughs> but, um, but just no, to get that I, review and you had to.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, I. But I mean, like. I hope this isn't a harbinger of things to come. Like, this is kind of crazy, right?
1: Yeah, the new robocall.
0: Yeah. Just show up one day in your flash briefing. And some of these people, you could tell, like, they were, seem kind of pissed. I mean, you know, they're taking Russia's name in vain up here and spyware and, I mean, it's That's
1: That's a throwback.
0: It is. It's a throwback. Um, but yeah, so this is something to be on the lookout for. Obviously, you know, I would put this on predatory practices as far Mm -hmm. as like, um, forcing somebody to enable your skill without their knowledge. Yeah. Do you
2: guys feel like you've ever had, uh, have you guys ever checked your enabled skills and seen some skills on there you don't remember enabling? No. I got Uh, a lot,
0: but no, not any offhand. But see, the sheath. Or the crappy Mm -hmm. thing is is that you still have to like even though like the reason why this works is because it's a flash briefing, right? So Mm -hmm. if it was a custom skill, it wouldn't work. It would just sit there. Who cares? You know, they have to say the invocation name, or with the can fulfill intent, Mm. they have to say something that resembles that. Mm -hmm. This way, with the flash briefing, somebody hacked it and was able to throw that thing right into somebody's queue. And that's the that's the scary part.
2: It makes me wonder if uh somebody uh, you know, I there's a couple businesses up here that have uh, Alexa devices for playing music mm-hmm. and you know you can just walk in and say something so I wonder if maybe uh, those people those eight people were just businesses in a certain area Houston and somebody went in there and just started you know sh- like wait till the bartender or whoever wasn't watching and, and just verbally did it do we have any idea how this is done software wise I, right. I don't have any concept of how you would get away with doing something like this behind a users back or without their knowledge yeah, yeah. so yeah That's if you cool. know uh, maybe comment comment uh, on the video if you yeah, uh,
1: comment
0: you don't have, have
2: to go into specifics or anything like that but um, yeah if you know the methodology or even if you want to speculate that'd be interesting to chat about yeah
0: most definitely
1: Ben I was just thinking um, you know I've Encountered some sketchy businesses along the way in general, Um, and I wonder if if this was even intentional from the the person who developed it in the first place. It's like that was the intent to be able to do this intentionally. And, yeah, you're probably going to get a ton of bad feedback, but who knows how many other installs have been along the way that, that someone's li- potentially listening to, you know, um, just robocalls, calls, spamming, et cetera, you know, so this might be the new version of spamming on, you know, that's intentional by the developer or by the, uh, the business itself.
0: Oh God, I hope not. I'm looking for my CNET 90 seconds to <laughs> tech news and I get, you know, houses for sale in Sheboygan, Michigan or something. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, want yeah. none of that. Yeah. Um, Okay, so this week's skill was Bulls and Cows. What did you guys think?
2: I, I remember playing a version of a game like this on uh, Texas Instruments had a speak and spell device, which I took apart even though my parents said do not take it apart, but I put it back together. I was only like five. And then they had a gray version called Speak and Math. And they would have a two-digit number. There was It was a game. I think it was two or four. And you would need to guess, and it would, you would like, I don't know if it strengthens your lateral thinking brain, but they would tell you you have one digit correct, uh, mm-hmm. and then whether the digit was correct or not, and then what if it was in the right place or not. And you just had to spend hours figuring that out. And this, to me, is I think it's a remake of that type of a logic puzzle but with voice. Anybody else agree? It is. It is. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I yeah.
0: definitely agree with that. And um, so essentially here's, here's the name of the game, bulls and cows. You will hear a lot of bull sound effects and a lot of cow sound effects, probably <laughs> enough to last you a lifetime. But I will tell you this much. It's not for the faint of heart. You want to go ahead and, you know, play some matching game or some BS like that. That's fine. This actually, like, I was sitting there and I'm like, huh, what? And, you know, I'm trying to guess the number and trying to get it in the right spot. So a bull, a bull means that there is a digit in the four-digit phrase that matches uh, matches the digit and the number is, uh, and is in the same position. So if you say, like, one, two, three, four, one of those numbers are in the, the right position mm. and you know you got to try to figure it out and then the cow a cow means that there is a digit in the guess which matches the number but is not in the correct position so needless to say it's hard as hell and you've got 10 seconds to do it and this kind of like breaks it down right so uh four digit number one seven three four it would equate to uh to this right here two cows you know, if the person guessed this, then it would be mm-hmm. that. It, it, it's a good game, but like I said, it's it's not for somebody who's just like, oh, I want to play a quick game before I take a shower or something. <laughs> it's like you better have you better have your A game on. You better bring it because it's gonna it's gonna challenge you. The only drawback that I seen is that I didn't like how uh, the um, the leaderboard only showed three people. I think Mm. it should do more. It should do, it it does make you do account linking through like one of their sites, but Mm -hmm. I'm honestly thinking like 10, maybe top 20, top 25 people, it should show that. It doesn't, it only shows three people. Yeah, give a little bit of
1: that old school, arcade style, top 10 at least.
0: exactly. Hey, you know what Billy Mitchell's initials were, right? The guy from King Kong, the guy that (laughs) played on,
1: USA. (laughs) USA, there there you go. Uh, you, Nick, you brought up an interesting point. We were talking about this earlier. If there could be like a level setting, whether it be easy or hard, um, that seemed like it would be uh, or maybe, you know, medium, I guess, if you will, or, if, you know, whatever, whatever level of challenge that someone wants to take that seems like a, um, a good way or maybe to like start with a lower level and work your way into a higher level. As yeah,
2: you along. that's exactly right, Ben. If they started with a two digit number. Uh, that would be easy for folks who weren't familiar with the style of game with this type of a, because it's one of those things where there's two variables there. And I can guarantee you if you were going for a job interview at Amazon, uh, AWS, or Google, or any company where you're doing any kind of coding, they're going to ask mm-hmm. you to tell them what the uh, complexity of this type of problem is. So you're going to have to figure out if it's like N squared, oh, you know, the big O notation. Mm-hmm. Um, but most folks, if they're if they're trying to play it, I would imagine that it would be very helpful to start out with like like you said, with uh, two two characters, mm-hmm. or even one, just to demonstrate it. Like uh, mm. uh, you know, being offered, hey, would you like to see uh, uh, you know how the game? Or we can show you how the game works, and then go mm-hmm. through like a a one digit even, or no, not one because that'd be like number wrong. The number in the right place would be. <coughs> <laughs> always right so no, You're we're wrong,
0: wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah or moo
0: yeah um you know the other thing is too and one of the things that i always thought like there's a lot of data here right i don't understand i think i get it but you know i would really like i would really like to see people make videos and integrate those videos totally. into their skills totally cuz i think i think that would be a little bit useful like imagine imagine the developer this developer in front of the bullet uh, a whiteboard saying this is a bull this is a cow this is our leaderboard this is how you climb it. Mm-hmm. Those sort of things I'd be like oh shit and then after the video he would just say now because Amazon doesn't have you reprompting on a video go ahead and say open bulls and cows. So that would yeah. be my two cents.
1: Yeah. I'd like to see yeah that across the board for a lot of skills in general um, just a um, faster way I guess of processing how, what to do and instructions so yeah I agree yeah
2: so, and yeah. I think uh, the, the non-repopping on a video what you need to do is you just need to uh, uh, there's a way I think there's a way around that if you're going to play if you're going to use the video directive where you can actually have her say something after it mm-hmm. um, okay but um that, I noticed up at the top where it said um, free to enable. Is there in-skill purchasing that you there, saw here?
0: There isn't. And okay. I think that's a good thing because it's, it's like I said, it's it's hard enough. But what you can do is that's how he can expand this. Like, you know, incorporate the three digits for free as a beginner level, medium level four, hard level five. And there you go. Um, real quick, as always, as promised, we did a uh, I did a video review on this, and I also left a review on the Skill Store in order to increase uh, their met, uh, metrics as well. So, with that being said, it's available in the Australia, Canada, Great Britain, India, U.S., and Hindi. So, give it a shot. Now we're gonna move over to. Alexa for residential buildings. What does everybody think mm-hmm.
2: about that? Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. It's it's. Uh, I think it's a good move. Yeah. Um, I have some... I, I wonder how similar it is to uh, the Alexa for hospitality. Um, mm-hmm. I liked the Alexa for hospitality in a certain sense because it uh, made a, uh, Amazon... Uh, Amazon took responsibility for a huge chunk of the task of uh, setting up a hotel. Um, they, they took responsibility for a lot of it. They, took, they coded a lot of it. They um, have serv- the, the, um, the services and the hardware and software required to do a big chunk of the, 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 the heavy lifting. They, they took it upon themselves and it still left a lot of room for a developer to be an administrator so Mm -hmm. you could have i could totally see a person going from doing a lot of coding to actually something maybe even a little bit lighter being on call um actually being you know having some architectural conversations with maybe Mm -hmm. even the ceo cto of uh of uh of a hotel chain and Mm -hmm. using their wits and um innovation to actually come up with some really cool things that no other hotel has ever done. So mm-hmm. I, I like the Alexa for hospitality, um, quite a bit. And, um, I'm still looking forward to finding out, you know, comparing these two side by side, but I would imagine they went to hospitality first and found out, Hey, the, some, a lot of this is going to transfer right over to, um, you know, there's a lot of government housing out there. There's a lot of, um, uh, high rises out there. Um, and totally. that's my take on it, yeah.
1: Yeah, totally. Uh, we've had this conversation quite a bit with um, um, apartment buildings, you know, being here in New York. And, uh, you know, we've been in talks with some bit of a gov- government. There's a nonprofit that exists within a, within a government agency here within the city of New York. And I, don't, I won't mention names, but we've talked about uh, this specifically for the home security um, realm and being able to uh, have uh, voice-enabled devices and also, you know, our, our skill be able to be applied in uh an emergency situation um you know uh, some of some of these organizations they still use old school life alert um but you know if you're with an earshot of a, of a smart device and, and they're already installed into you know either a high rise or um any other apartment building it, it seemed like a really natural fit i actually thought that this would happen a little bit sooner <laughs> but uh mm. you know I, i'm excited for for this uh for this in general
0: i thought that was funny you were like life alert <laughs> That so is, I have
2: fallen in. Still, I can't get up.
1: They still use it. They still use it. Big, big organizations still use it for a lot of their constituents. Um, um, and um, this was a, an easy fit for us. But at the same time, I think it, it really kind of moves the ball forward. Um, and especially for, for voice enabled devices, too. How about cool. you, Nick?
0: I think it's good. It scares me, but it's good.
1: It scares <clears> me. Why is that? If,
0: well, it kind of scares me because I always think I always try to put myself in the developer shoes, right? and if if amazon continues to like chip away at you know the um you know chip away at the stone what's going to be left for the developer but i think i think it's going to fall more along the lines on consulting like uh both you guys were walking me off the walking me off the walking me back from the pier you know because uh i was i was like oh man this is going to kill developers and i think Mm -mm. I think you kind of, you know, you kind of unmuddied those waters for me a little bit, especially, you know, Ben, AJ from the technical aspect, but Ben also from like the experience aspect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: like, yeah, I think this is a big area for growth in general. Um, and to be able to open that, whether it be, in, a, you know, from a safety perspective in hallways, et cetera, there's there's a lot of up, big upside for this. And I think a lot of room for developers to kind of still be able to develop skills that that uh, will be really super beneficial and allow them to grow and make money, et cetera. You know, so um, I think I think it's there's a, bit, a lot of big upside to this. I've always
0: said that I want to walk <clears> down the street and be able to say, hey, what's the weather? And the telephone pole reply, Nick, it's 75 degrees outside. <laughs> Always said that. Have,
1: have you seen thinking. the uh, new? Uh, I can't even remember what they're called here in New York City, but they they, they show the weather. You can make phone calls from them. They're they're pretty <laughs> pretty interesting. I'll I'll send you the link, and I can't remember the name of them, but uh, but they're here in New York City, and uh, there's they're they're like kind of um, epicenters for information and communication.
0: Awesome. So we're nice. just under the 25 minute mark. We're going to go ahead and bring in our guest, Patrick Sweetman. And he studied at the Ohio State University.
3: Mm. Patrick, are you there? Hey, can you guys hear and see me okay? Yes, yes, you
0: can. Let me go ahead. I'm going to drop us all down to uh, small squares real quick. Okay. So, Patrick, one of, you know, I'm so excited to, uh, to have you on, especially because you came out with um, not only your meditation videos on YouTube, Hello. I'm a fan. But also the um, the musicians. Uh, I'm pretty pumped about that. I think the uh, Alexa for musicians is is great for anybody who feels that that uh, they have what it takes. It's it's uh, it's essentially the mom and pop version of the voice or American Idol uh, for voice. I think it's great. Guys, what do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah. I really loved it. Uh, I, I created an account, but I am not a musician just to kind of see how that flow worked. Um, I, re- I saw I got you, there.
3: Benjamin. Thanks for setting me up. <laughs> I saw no Benjamin problem. Follow. I was like, this guy doesn't, I looked you up on Google and I was like, he doesn't look like a musician, but I'm glad he's no. setting it up. <laughs> I know a few
1: <laughs> right. and I'm happy to share, um, but uh, I just wanted to kind of see how, how the flow went, uh, getting in, get, you know, setting up and uh, you know, checking out the leaderboard. I thought it was really, really cool. Um, I think I think it's really interesting. And and like Nick said, it's just like that you have that leaderboard and you can kind of see how you scale. And um, it's really, really, it was really interesting uh, platform
3: to me. What did you think of the setup process? Because that's one of the things we're working on for this new version. So you having examined a lot of skills, I'm curious of your feedback.
1: I just think the onboarding process could be a little bit smoother. Um, once I got in, I was like, "Okay, where do I go?" If there was like a prompt or anything like that to kind of let the uh, either the musician uh, know what, what to do next, I think that'd be really helpful. Or maybe just a little bit of a, a tutorial to, to, to help them out. I think that would be really super helpful. But you know, once I got in and started poking around, I, you know, easy to figure out. Uh, but that that initial those initial few few steps, I thought would be really helpful for you guys.
3: I agree. A lot of people get stuck right in the first couple steps saying what you're saying. So, yeah. I'm sure we'll get into it, but version 2 is coming out soon. We're so going to be doing a big release in in Denver, Colorado, and then Nashville, Chattanooga, and Memphis, Tennessee. And then that we're working in a lot of this feedback of an easier onboarding process as well as monetization. So that musicians the musicians that we have in the early beta are earning more on Amazon Alexa than they are on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud combined. So we're creating a new opportunity for musicians to earn money in a time when they're actually, this global pandemic is making it so that musicians really don't have a way to earn money how they used to. Musicians used to go and earn money from shows, selling merchandise, a lot of in-person stuff. Mm -hmm. So with this COVID-19 pandemic, their biggest sources of income have really dropped off. But with Alexa for musicians, musicians now have this opportunity to, OK, I'm going to go back. I'm going to stay inside, focus on my music and I'm still going to be profit positive and sustainable for this musician's career.
1: That's awesome. That's great. I mean, I you know, the starving artist is always there. But like if you give someone additional revenue source or, or a stream to be able to monetize on that, uh, absolutely is, is, is a wonderful thing. And, you know, everyone's stuck inside. I'm sure they've been creative creating all day, making new music. Why not get it out there to the world through this, through this uh, platform. It's really great.
0: There is a group. Uh, I forget the, I forget the name of them. They're, they're, uh, uh, I think they're like two or three girls, but, uh, they were on, um, hits one and we were vacationing and this song came on and I'm like, I think she's saying F 2020 and it's this song called F 2020. It was a TikTok sensation. But it's funny
3: as hell, and I think it's great. TikTok's <laughs> a great opportunity platform as well right now. I've seen a lot of musicians that are experimenting on TikTok, also coming onto Alexa. It's like these musicians that are looking for an innovative new way to thrive when other musicians are dying. Like there's a saying, Bob Stoltzberg, who runs Voice XP, told it to me, fortunes are built in down economy, And we're in a down economy right now. While some mm-hmm. people are dying, Other people are exploring these new opportunities that are finding and tapping into these new sources of wealth where coming out of the pandemic, they're going to see the massive return on investment that other people are missing out on because they're too busy focusing, oh, I can't do my concerts. Oh, I can't sell albums. Like, Think about when streaming technology came out, when Master came out. How many musicians died because they were so reliant on selling albums, on selling vinyl? And then there are other musicians that said, Ooh, this creates an opportunity for me to earn revenue in a new and exciting way. Like, there's two different ways to examine every single challenge. You either see it as a problem or an opportunity, and they both Absolutely. exist. It's just two sides of the exact same coin.
2: Absolutely. Now, is that uh, the perspective that you had? Uh, of course, I'm very interested in uh, your your history and then what your vision was. What was the context uh, that made you say, "Hey, I I'm going to do this. I'm going to build this." What were you thinking um, and uh, what was that story like?
3: Thanks, AJ. My background is in engineering. I'm a coder. I've worked Houston, Texas at General Electric, worked at a startup called Uptake in Chicago, started by the founder of Groupon. And then most recently, before I started Voice First, I worked at Amazon in Seattle on their AWS Internet of Things team. So my mm. background's always been in Internet of Things, ambient computing, Having these small connected devices like what Nick said, I just want to walk down the street and have computers interlaced in the entire infrastructure so that it's just passive, true ambient computing. Yeah. Now, the Alexa for Musicians <laughs> itself, um, there's two sides of our business. There's the products that we build, Voice Dry Cleaner, Alexa for Musicians. These are like products that anybody can go on to and then sign up for free or the premium version. Then there's our client side, where we have clients that come to us and they say, hey, we want a custom skill. That might be somewhere between ten to $20,000, and then we build them a custom actions on Google, um, Alexa skill, Twilio autopilot. We did a couple port on anything conversationally.
2: So we had a musician
3: come up to us in October of 2019, last year, and he said, hey, I think this is big. I want to put my voice on Amazon Alexa, just like John Legend and these other people did on Google. I want my voice to come out of this instead of the robot. Mm-hmm. We said, great, we'll build it for you. We built it for him. And then he started telling his other rapper friend and they got excited about it too. And that was when it sort of triggered us of like, this isn't just one musician that wants this. Every single musician is gonna wanna put their voice on Alexa. How can we build this platform to take on this demand that our customers are giving it? Mm. So we built the platform, released it at Bradley Met Rock's event. If you guys haven't had Bradley Metrock Brock on yet, he runs the Project Voice series, runs oh, a yeah. podcast for yeah. voice technology as well. Um, so at his event this past January, Project Voice, we did the official release. And now we've been onboarding before COVID. We were onboarding about 10 musicians a week in person. And now uh, that COVID hit, we have done them all digitally. And we've been scaling our marketing to try to get people to onboard around the world. Uh, So we're still in version one version two comes out October 1st Which is when we're going to be traveling around And version two includes Monetization so musicians can earn money on their Alexa skills Uh, It also includes the ability to add infinite songs it the ability to link it with SoundCloud so that when fans stream on Alexa Mm -hmm. It not only gives them a data point in a stream on Alexa, It also gives them that double dip in a stream on SoundCloud so that they can get those stats, which are always important for a musician. Just like Nick, I respect the fact that you went on there and left a review. Everybody needs help increasing their discoverability, whether it's on SoundCloud or Alexa. So like that ability to add a data point on the SoundCloud to buff them up just a little bit is just another reason for musicians to put themselves on Alexa. And then finally, data. Data is critical, and in version one, there's no real way for a musician to see what fans are doing. We had an intern from Miami University in Ohio. He is a data scientist, and he just built this brand-new feature for us so that musicians get this whole data dashboard. They can see where in the world people are talking to them on Alexa. Like, If I have a bunch of people talking to me on Alexa from Tennessee, I might as well do Tennessee in my tour next year. Yeah. Also shows like which songs are people listening to? How often are they fast forwarding? How long are people staying on my Alexa skill before they bounce away? The whole data dashboard that musicians have access to. And whether you're doing the free version or the premium version, you get access to some of your data.
1: That's really oh, cool. It's wow. really, really cool. I have a so question. That regards-
3: means that, um, oh, yeah,
2: go ahead, Ben.
1: Oh, I was just thinking of uh, all my buddies that might or might not work at record companies, and how this ties in with SoundScan or any of the other kind of metrics that they use for for artists. And you know, maybe these aren't aren't, aren't necessarily artists that are that are you know with a label or anything like that. But um, if there is a, a plan to be able to tie that in with some of the the, the you know record record companies' uh, metrics that they use in the future yeah. for, for payment, because they're they're using YouTube and every other um, you know way of uh, or. Learning and, and seeing how everyone consumes music these days, I'm just curious as to if that's part of the long-term plan for for what it is you guys are doing.
3: I'm glad AJ asked first what my background is because my background's not in the music industry. And the more I'm playing around in Alexa for Musicians, I'm starting to meet bigger dogs. They're like, "Bro, you didn't even think about these record labels. Like, you got to deal with this and this and this legality and this loophole and this big guy that's not going to like you and in, intruding on his like territory." So we've been dealing a lot with independent artists and smaller managed teams that have like a team of like five musicians under. We haven't really gotten to the conversations with bigger record labels yet. Um, And I think once we do, there's another voice company out there that's based out of Seattle that has been going more, they've been targeting the record labels. We are targeting more of the independent artists. Um, and I think the biggest difference between what we're doing and what they're doing, the the company that is targeting the record labels, has one single Alexa skill, and every single musician lives inside of that Alexa skill. So you do get to hear the musician's voice, but it's all centralized. It's centralized. Mm-hmm. What we created is decentralized. So every single musician gets their own Alexa skill. It's their brand on the Alexa skill store. When fans look them up, it's them they're not associated with their competing musicians. It's just their experience.
0: Yeah. You know, that brings up, that brings up one of the things that I did. I made, I made business cards and I am, uh, essentially branding myself as a, um, voice, uh, consultant. So, you know, exactly. And, and so, so what I did was on the actual business card, I went ahead and put a QR code. Now, that QR, QR code goes directly to the YouTube channel. So hopefully people come on and s- subscribe. Speaking of which, real quick, i got to do a quick plug here. Have you subscribed, su- Sweets?
3: How do I subscribe? Tell me Monday.
0: Well, what you do is you just come over here, and there's going to be a re- big red button that says subscribe right there. You hit that, and then if you really want to see some shit, you hit the bell for notifications.
3: I have to because – Seeing you leading up to this podcast, the marketing that you did to lead up to this episode blew my mind. I've been on a lot of podcasts and I haven't seen anyone that is not only doing marketing, but is doing it on so many different channels.
0: Oh, I'm trying, bro.
3: I didn't see you guys are you guys leveraging TikTok yet, or are you like and our fans aren't gonna be on TikTok?
0: I don't get it. I'm like an 80-year-old.
1: I know, I feel like I'm way too old.
3: The more you scroll through, you'll realize that there are people way older than you guys that are on TikTok. There are so many subcultures of TikTok and the amount of attention that's on that platform right now. The only thing that scares me a little bit is the the dude that's leading our country threatening to kick it out if someone in the U.S. doesn't buy it. So, like, as a business owner, I'm like, do I want to invest my time in here if it's about to get kicked out of the country? And the other half of me is like, so much attention's on this platform if I'm not creating content on it. I'm missing out. You're like, Nick, you're already putting, like, I feel like you're doing a lot. You're like one piece of content. Let's put it out on a lot of different platforms. How yeah. much more time does it really take to distribute it to one more channel where you're just like copy, paste, post? Hint, hint. Just
0: copy, paste, post. You're like, right. I think you sold me. Okay. <laughs> Good.
3: <laughs> Good job. My job's done. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> So <laughs>
0: hey, real real quick though, are you? So two questions I have for you. First one is, when you speak of monetization, are you talking in skill purchase? Cool. Yeah. Because I'm gonna tell you what I I thought about this. I'm like, oh man, i would be badass if Artist A had eight tracks available, but to get track number nine, it was ninety nine cents. Like that would be cool. Um, and I think that would gain a lot of traction. So that's, that's awesome. And I love the ISP. I was real leery about the ISP API whenever I first started playing with it. And I'm like, whoa, they made this too easy. Like it's way too easy. Like there's, there's gotta be a catch, but there's no catch. Like it's, it's easy and it's good. So uh, hats off to those over at Amazon that designed the, in Skill Purchase uh, API because I I have I've had no trouble with it and I'm I'm not an all star programmer by any means I like to call myself a novice an experienced novice but um, yeah it's good
3: it's super easy and we built it so that musicians have the opportunity to put anything they want behind that ISP. Mm-hmm. like you said an additional track if they want to make it more of their merchandise if they want to make it an entire like eight hour performance live stream. We set it up so that musicians say, this is how much I want the in-skill purchasing to be. They type in the dollar amount that they want to charge, and then they put it in, hey, here's the content that I want behind that paywall. So then a musician with no technical ability whatsoever has ISP inside, and I've been so shocked at how many people actually will like buy things with their voice. Hmm. My dad hated buying things online. When I was growing up and I wanted to buy something on eBay, back when like, people shopped on eBay before Amazon got super big, my dad would be like, no, you cannot buy things on eBay. You have to see things in person. How do you know someone's not scamming you? And now that voice purchasing is coming around, I feel like that similar argument is being made. People are like, whoa, that's too easy to buy something on voice. You can't buy things on voice. You, you, you can't like, you're only talking to it. You haven't even seen images or looked it up on Google. Or you haven't done all these things. The top-earning musicians right now on our platform are earning over $1,000 a month, passively. The average musician is earning about $100 a month. So So the highest earning is earning about $12,000 a year, passively. And then the average earners are earning about $100 a month, which comes out to about $1,200 a year, which isn't a lot. But for any of you listening, how many streams do you need to get on a soundcloud or a spotify or an itunes to get anywhere close to those numbers a lot A, you lot, a lot. yeah you
0: Man, a lot. that is crazy well
3: Something
2: see like it's up- very interesting you're suggesting that uh i mean this is a big question for a lot of folks even for myself included which is there's two uh interesting areas here that's the um Listening, uh, the listening aspect of receiving something of value through your ears, number one, which music is that, but it's, you know, relatively new, you know, with, with the voice and the ability to speak. And you're saying that folks are inclined to say yes to spending some of their money if it means that they're going to very quickly be able to hear something that they want to hear. That's pretty profound. That's pretty
3: exciting. And the, 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 be, the ones that are seeing the most success are the ones that are really focusing on the micro-purchase. Focusing on, let me get 1,000 people to give me 99 cents, rather than let me find five people that will give me $100. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, nobody cares for the dollars leaving their bank account, especially supporting a musician that they love. If you're asking mm. me for like $3, $5, I got to start to think about it. But if you're just asking me for ninety nine cents, and with my Amazon Prime discount, it comes out to like sixty cents. Who cares? Right. Yeah, and for the permission I point. need everything.
0: Yeah, you bring yeah. up a great point. I mean, a buck. I mean, I hate to devalue the dollar, but it's essentially throwaway now. I mean, if if you you know, it used to be like, hey on the street. Hey, look, there's a quarter, go pick it up. And you know, I still do. because. <laughs> but, but, but think about
1: it. How, how hard was yeah, it? Uh, that, uh, people to sell those $5 CDs out of the trunk of their car and they were yeah. hustling all day. This is so much easier for people to be able to just quick that dollar. And then that adds up so much more fast than, than selling those CDs back in the day.
0: <laughs> and here's the other question that I had for you real quick. Uh, sweets. Are you going to be at project voice in April?
3: Of 2021. Yes. Yeah. I probably will be. Bradley and I are really close. We've known each other for a few years. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'll be there. I don't. I haven't heard anything about it yet.
2: Okay.
0: Cool. Yeah. I've, uh, I've signed up. I'm going to be presenting a little, um, uh, for a 30 minute time slot on the, uh, on the tracks that he has towards the end of the last day of the of the uh, Alexa day. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be I'm treating it as sort of like my uh, my coming out party and hopefully I'll have some of my Voice Spark co-hosts to join me.
3: Is that going to be your first voice conference?
0: Yeah, it'll be my first voice conference and my my first in-person speaking gig.
3: Dude, Nick, you're going to kill it there. Based off of what you're already building if this is your first. Mm-hmm. Bring bring your your microphone setup and stuff cuz you're going to have so many great people to interview and network with this going to Bradley Metrock runs some really good events. So going there in April, 2021, you like just seeing what you've already built, you're going to kill it there. You're going to love it.
0: Yeah. I, I hope so. You know, it's, it's an uphill battle. You know, I'm always on the phone with AJ like, Hey man, I need a little bit. Of, I need a little bit of a pep talk. He's like, okay, Matt, what's wrong? And then, you know, he gives me him or Ben, you know, I'll call, Ben, the thing about Ben, though, with his support, he's a he's a a, a face timer. He wants to look into your eyes. Yeah, I just want to gaze in, in there. Gaze you, in there. He wants <laughs> to gaze into it. So with me, I you know I'm like it. It all depends on the level of comfort I need. If I go AJ, if I go if I go Ben, or, <laughs> but but we're trying to <laughs> we're trying to build this thing out because our thing is is that you can go on youtube and you can look up a million and one retro video game channels and find out what somebody thinks about a super nintendo game that came out in 1994 which is great cool love super nintendo but there's nobody reviewing alexa skills why is that there's nobody Yeah. there's nobody giving anybody any extra effort or push in that direction and that's sort of what we're trying to create we're trying to create an atmosphere where people can can get a little bit of a free bang for their buck, and um, and you know I, I hope people come over and sign up. And plus, I've been spamming the hell out of my
3: LinkedIn connections.
1: Some it's not people, spamming; it's marketing. It's, it's marketing. marketing.
3: It's marketing. And your three-person team is awesome. Like, there's the quote: "If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, it's go our a team." And you've got the three, the magic of three. All three of you focusing on people's applications on their Alexa skills. You're adding so much value to the community. So kudos to what you three are doing. Hey, boys, Thank you. Sweets, I appreciate it. Sweets. Sweets,
2: I wanted to ask you uh, if you could describe, because you're doing something very similar. You created something that is almost parallel to what he just described for the voice industry, but you've created something that's parallel for the independent artist in that way. That you're giving them an extra tool for them to be able to be in the presence of other individuals, speak some words and have their own content come out and impress. That is one of the most fantastic things ever. This past Christmas, I was at a a bar up in uh, near Sun Valley and they had a device there. And I said Alexa enable infinite Christmas and it came out the blue Danube, which just loops forever, which is (laughs) one of my skills. It really impressed, it really lifted the mood of a lot of folks and just changed everything. And so what I first heard was almost and correct me if I'm wrong, but what you've built here was the response of, of, an individual whose whose brain connected the dots and said, uh, can, can I, can I be there? Can I be coming out of this device with you, your help? And you said, yes. And then this whole thing built off that idea. So, um, it, it's just absolutely fantastic to see you do that for artists. But my question was: so, say there's some artists listening, and we're going to share this with some artists, and they're going, okay, I got to get my uh, my mixing, I got to get my uh, my Pro Tools rig, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But then they're going, okay, where well, I'm going to publish, I'm going to do SoundCloud, but if I do it on Voice, say they go sign up, what happens after that? So when they're like just leaving the house after signing up, and they're going to go visit some friends or whatever they do describe that scenario to them. What do they get to do that they couldn't do before they left the house and signed up on your Mm. platform?
3: Mm. You can walk into anybody's house around the world as a musician and you get to hack their home, just just like you described. It, the fastest way to to market, like, like we were talking about that LinkedIn, fastest way to market when you're walking into someone's house. Hey, do you hear my new album? No. Is it on Spotify? Yeah. Okay. I'll check it out later. No, you're gonna check it out now. Alexa, open, October Jones experience, boom. They, they hear Alexa you didn't have to open up the screen, you didn't have to swipe, That's you it. didn't have to do anything, you just, you just talk and then it's not only that, you hear their voice. So there's no yeah. Alexa voice coming out. It's just like how you can hear Samuel L. Jackson on Alexa or on Google. You had um, uh, John Legend and who was the other, uh, Issa Rae. It replaces the Google Assistant and the Amazon Alexa's voice, which as a fan, you just see people's jaws drop and their eyes yeah. widen. You're like, how yeah. do you do that? Yeah. Especially for like a musician, where you like, I know you don't have any technical know like, <laughs> how. <to> how <laughs> the you put your voice on that device? Yeah.
1: It also makes them look like they have a huge team behind them,
3: which they kind of
1: do if you think about it. It's like, oh my
3: gosh, it's like. It Our team put do. a lot of time into this. Like, we. Yeah. It, I, I run it, but we've got. A lot of students. Thank you for putting the V on there, emphasizing the V. We've got we live off of Ohio, the Ohio State University's campus, so we've got a lot of students that work on our team, which beneficial win-win situation. And what we got on there? You got a lot of chat. Oh yeah. Um, oh, well, that,
0: <laughs> you weren't supposed to see that. That's the spam. That's all the spam going. <laughs> hey, can you? Hey, can you? Hey, hey, want to come on my show?
3: But yeah, they do get a massive team, and we release it for free because really we don't need to make a lot of money. Like we, Alexa for musicians is just one of the products that we released. We've got voice dry cleaner that we released in 2019. 2020 we're focusing on musicians. 2021 we'll probably branch out and go into like either restaurants or beauty or some other industry but we're just gonna keep knocking down industries and if each of them makes us 50000 a $100,000 a year passively and we can give it away for free, to millions of musicians or millions of dry cleaners and millions of business owners. So that this, my goal as a business owner is to just raise the level of awareness of this technology so that it's yeah. universally acceptable. Mm. And then the people that really care about it, people that really, I don't know if we can swear, the people that really fuck with it, they can pay me like a little subscription fee and I can earn the, the 50,000, $100,000 a year. But I don't need to go and make like $10 million and really like break the bank and IPO I just want to make a lot of products and I want to bring voice to everybody because ambient computing, Internet of Things, and voice technology makes it easier and faster for us to do what we want so that we don't have to screen face and thumb swipe all day and waste mm-hmm. all of our time doing that. I can spend more time interacting with my cat, with my girlfriend, and with the well, community. That, that's that's a very good... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
2: Unless time, time thumb
3: swiping and screen facing. Yeah.
2: Well, I think that... It, I almost thought I was hearing my brain maybe inserted it, but... I, I also think that with the ambient computing and voice, there is the opportunity for us as a society to be more civil and to spend more of our time doing things that are of substantive value, uh, which leads me back to I'm curious about your meditation background. Um, I just got one of these guys. It's
3: what is a that? muse.
2: It's a Muse headband.
3: Tell me more, please.
2: Oh, it, oh it's it goes. Awesome. It goes, on, it goes on here, and then uh, it streams uh, uh, your EEG in multi- five parts of your brain in real time. Uh, and it, of course, relates to meditation. This is used for meditation. So they have a device or they have an app that, that you go into it, and then uh, it'll tell you whether or not your mind is wandering. It's kind of similar to what they have for bike riders, where if the bike rider's looking at some girl on the street, then the bike starts to buzz. Does it know? <laughs> but but <laughs> I literally have a back, background in program. But my originally my background was in music. My dream was always to make like a a Gangnam style track that went to number one in multiple countries and was appealing to seven year olds and seventy year olds. And I find that like the experience of music and programming uh, don't always add up and somebody needs to continue to build a bridge between those two worlds. And then lastly, that ability to meditate, relax, and reset is like really important to keep your sanity. So I was curious to ask you about how the, your, your, the way that you live and what you prioritize in terms of that, the meditation, how's that playing a role in, you know, keeping you healthy, keeping Mm -hmm. you creative. And is that something that you might want to be, uh, uh, expressing or building towards
3: in voice in the future? I never know whether I live stream a lot of meditations and I never know if that helps our brand or if it hurts it. Cause the guy that uh, I'm I'm not going to mention names, but the guy that connected myself and Nick was like, yeah, I don't really like your chakra in meditation videos. I think that that goes against your brand. And in my mind, I'm like, this is what I do. I find it healthy and helpful for me to not go crazy and to be able to um, be more intentional with what I'm building. Mm-hmm. I, and both of, I don't know if you guys are just saying it because we're online, but appreciate the support from just streaming the mindfulness. I try to put everything online, but mindfulness has been big. And I've found that a lot of the... Um, Clients that we've had that have come to us from the mindfulness, meditation, spiritual um, realm have been finding a lot of success not only on voice technology, but also on the YouTube and the SoundClouds and Spotify's. And I feel like right now, especially with COVID, but just in the past couple of years, mindfulness has been making a very big. Um, awakening in the global culture i feel like everybody we're in a place when wealth is abundant and if you just have the desire you can earn as much money as you need in order to live so now it starts to get into what do we actually want to do what is actually going to drive value for us and one tool that i use and a lot of people use to help with that is sit with yourself focus on your breathing Get everything back in line, focus on your posture, take some deeper breaths. slow everything down and start letting the thoughts attack you. Yeah. And after you sit there with a the thought, you say, oh, this idea would be really cool. In the past when I was in college, if I had a good idea, I'd run and I'd attack it and I'd go and I'd do it right there and I would just code and I would build it and I would go. But now I'll sit there and I'll be like, that's a really cool idea. Release. And then you sit there for a couple more seconds and then another idea bubbles up and you're like "Ooh, that's an even doper idea i'm gonna go do that wait wait, wait. release and then another one comes up and you just sit there and then okay my my hour timer went off i'm done breathing and meditating cool let me write down all five of those ideas release all of them and then tomorrow let's look at them again if they still sound like good ideas let's approach it then but it's like when, when for, for me personally when I separate myself from the ideas immediate shiny objectness, it allows us to get a little more objectivity of like is an idea good is it bad or indifferent? Mm. Yeah and, and mm-hmm. I think
0: I think you bring up a good point. I once read a book and I can't remember the uh, the direct quote, but it was something like, uh, by the time you get that thought, it is the f- it is the furthest point away from its origin. And I was like, man, that's mind-blowing. Like, Tell me more, you can know, you explain that to me? So what they're saying, what, what the book was getting at was that by the time you, you get the thought, you get the idea, you're sitting there, you're meditating, wherever it came from, that's the furthest point away from its origin. So, you know, maybe it came from, you know, the Matrix or whatever, but when it gets to you, that's the furthest point away from its origin. And I know I'm probably misquoting it, but that's how it's stuck in my head. And I always think about that, like, mm-hmm. like wow, maybe there is other things that are controlling us. Because I used to be, I used to do a little meditation on the side. And, um, God, it's amazing what will happen whenever you slow your entire body down and you, you know, you center it. Uh, you don't, you don't care about moving. You don't care mm-hmm. about well, I mean, you care about breathing, but you're you're in this zone where your mind is clear, and you know it's it's an experience. It's it's a wild experience. Yeah,
3: like yeah. They're, they're they're pretty close. Psychedelics and meditation. They both bring you to this very interesting state. Um, but they're very unique for human beings to have. Whether whether you tried acid or tried mushrooms or you tried meditation for a very long time or even prayer and like mm-hmm. more like religious spiritual practice; Those can all unlock some really unique parts of your brain. If you're willing to experiment, if you really want to like unlock your superpower, any of those four are really good tools to use to be able to like figure out who you truly are. Well,
0: mm-hmm. you know, what's interesting. Uh, I, this is an off subject topic story, but it's, it's funny. So I'm in the Coast Guard and this was about ten years ago. I'm hanging out with this guy on Midwatch and we were talking about, you know, have have anybody ever used any sort of drugs, you know, like before they joined the military. And this one kid was like, Yeah, I used L S D And he said that it had gotten him so messed up that he thought he he thought he was on a spaceship talking to aliens and he was at the center of this conference table like managing this meeting (laughs) and he like like all different types of aliens around him and he said he was like nick i'll never fucking do that again he said i will never do it again yeah he he was scared he was like scared. yeah he was scared off of his off his rocker but i always think back to that like like whoa that's some deep yeah, stuff.
3: kids at home. If you're watching this, don't go experimenting with LSD. Yeah, don't go stuff, Man-made stuff is uh, don't, man-made um, stuff can really mess up your
0: brain. Yeah, do not have a uh, a conference meeting with uh, with kids, <laughs> but or with aliens. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I think my I'm ready for bed. My hours ran over. But, okay, so, uh, so hey, uh, Patrick, if you can please. Uh, Stand by. We're going to go ahead. We'll uh we'll cut the show off here. Does anybody have any final questions for Patrick before he takes off?
2: I just wanted to make a comment that um I'm sure that uh you guys will get those legalities um sorted out cuz they do get pretty uh tricky. The the one thing that is I know a lot of artists are looking for is when they sign with a record label, the record label or the publisher um, gets all kinds of the incoming royalties. And so if it's a dollar, then it gets mm-hmm. split and they get their royalties and it gets split with a songwriter and the, the performer. And what's really interesting is that I have a publishing company under BMI and I have some songs that I've published. And so when those, some, those songs actually are played and kept track of by some responsible party, that those, when those metrics go back to BMI, the, those businesses pay so either a monthly fee or whatever the case may be. Um, then then the artist eventually gets paid. So it seems like something that can be done. And I know that musicians are probably some of the most expectation-filled individuals that you'll ever meet, where they have these ideas of what should be done before, you know, then there's this like grounding process that ha- has to happen. But it just sounds to me like, it makes so much sense and it's so tactical and like logistically smart. Whoever had that idea, you know, just I just respect that and I respect the fact that you are able to you and your team were able to respond to that impulse, that impulse, that, that one idea of can my voice come out of this device? and being able to say yes in building a bridge for other artists is Mm -hmm. phenomenal because I I personally believe that the only way to protect society from madness is to defend the artist and make sure that the artist always has a voice. And in Mm -hmm. order to protect – this is another personal thing, that technology will consume us unless unless the artist demonstrates how art can – subsume technology and put technology in its place it is below the expression of the human mind never above it making us its slaves so i just really feel like moved in a way that i feel that what your work is the work you're doing is good work uh i'm sure very profitable and will be very successful so i just want to wish you the best of luck with everything thank you aj thank you ben
1: definitely no it's AJ's spot on. I just want to echo every pretty much everything you said right there. And I, I just, uh, I when I heard, first heard about this platform, I was just like, this is literally one of the coolest things, and um, you know, one of those um, uh, things that really are kind of going to move and shake, but then like go against the grain a little bit, which is a good thing <laughs> uh, to to make make change, positive change uh, in the world. I really love it. Thank you so much, Ben.
0: Awesome. Hey, thanks again for coming on, Patrick. I appreciate it. If you can, stand by. We're going to go to our outro here. But first, if you're if you're privacy conscious and you want uh, a little device that will help you out and making sure that she is not recording everything that you say, that's right, AJ. Buzz <laughs> off. Just say her name and buzz off. So uh, go check out Electric, uh, Electric Chateau. Chateau. Uh, they are doing a um, a Kickstarter campaign and for 25 bucks you can get one of these devices it goes right underneath your echo and it's awesome I, I used it tonight I told her go away and she turned off for 45 minutes and came back on so with that being said thank you and we will see you next Thursday not Wednesday but Thursday